0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Morris Musings Podcast. Uh, apparently some of you don't get bored listening to this, even though sometimes it's probably not that entertaining. Um, anyway, um, I basically just spent four days living in a park. Um, our town does this uh, thing called a river festival. Basically, it's a bunch of artists come out to sell their stuff in the park. Uh, there's activities for kids. There's a bunch, we have two different stages where bands can play. Uh, there's a third stage where, um, you know, acts more geared toward kids uh, play so that kids can be I mean, there's, there's just stuff to do for everybody. Uh, there's food trucks, lots of food. Um, it's usually a pretty good time. Um, <laughs> more and more every year I get, Roped into doing more things for it because um, my wife helps put the thing together, so that you know that's for those of you that are married, you probably have an idea how that goes. Um, so not not a whole lot of um, gaming got done the last few days, mostly because everybody was kind of busy. Um, we did get a little done. Not entirely sure that we we're at we really accomplished much of anything um, kind of like I said last time with this reset coming up at the start of season four which I believe happens Wednesday there really hasn't been much motivation to do much um, because you know there's not much I mean when uh, with everything resetting there's really not much incentive to keep going um, I've been uh, I've been playing, like, together we haven't done a whole lot of gaming but the little bit I've played by myself I've mostly been trying to upgrade, you know, get weapons completely maxed out or in a better position than I had them just because might as well um, I know that probably isn't resetting with the new season but it would just be, you know, it's just it gives me something to do I guess is the best way to look at it um but we did we did play a little bit the other night um well we played a little bit two nights in a row granted it was a little bit late so we really didn't do much um it like i said we didn't really accomplish much we were mostly trying to get um Mostly trying to get like experience tokens. Um, I probably haven't really talked about those much before. You can earn tokens um, that, when you get, um, that you can. How do I want to put it? I guess put into play, or you can use, um, and you know for. oh Here, let me go to the let me go to the screen so I can actually kind of say what these do. Um. But so, uh, basically, what these you've got three categories of tokens. Um, you've got tokens for gaining extra experience rank-wise. Um, you have some for getting you extra weapon exp- you know weapon points towards upgrading your weapons faster. Uh, and then you've got some for battle pass. Um, since I've got. Battle pass completed. I've got a couple of those tokens, but there's really no point in using them because I can't advance in battle pass any farther. Um, it's, I'm, I'm done with it. I've got everything done. Um, so for the others, uh, there's four four tiers, I guess. You get a 15 minute token, a 30 minute token, a 45 in an hour. Um, so basically what that means is, you know, for that amount of time, whatever the bonus is for these, I don't, I don't know at what rate it gives you a a bonus, um, but it, um, and that goes on top of, like, when you play in a group, it gives you, there's a built-in bonus experience for, you know, playing with your friends in a group, um, there's, you know, you add these, you can, you know, if you have one of each token, you can play all four tokens at the same time, and it just adds it all up, and makes it, you know, for that amount of, playing time, I'm um, it to make sure to tell you at the bottom that, you know, the, it's in real time, not game time, so if you, you know, put an hour, it's not just, it's going to be an actual hour, it's not going to be, you know, an hour of, you know, oh, it's a 20 minute match, and the, when your match is over, it doesn't stop the clock, the clock keeps ticking, um, so we were trying to, trying to accomplish some things that would get, um, some of those kind of tokens, because at this point, that's really about all that would be beneficial, so that when the new season starts, we can use those to kind of get, maybe get to where we, where we are now a little bit quicker, as far as, you know, unlocking, um, insured slots and stuff. Um, I did see a video, um, the other day that one of my friends shared that kind of explained the reset a little bit more. Um, basically... I guess the way I will explain it is it's basically the game. The, this, this version of the game is kind of getting a facelift, so to speak. Um, they're just making things a little bit easier to get to, making menus easier to get through. Um, they're making changes to where, um, like when you do DMZ, basically all you have are the missions and whatever you need to do to accomplish those missions, that's it. There's no, um, in the other modes like Battle Royale, there's, there's, cha- they call them challenges. Um, basically it's like, hey, you know, in Rohan oil, get two kill, two operator kills with, or it, it's something along that line, like get two kills or get, you know, two kills with a sniper rifle or, You know, hey, go to the buy station and buy this particular piece of equipment, or you know, there are challenges like that, and usually there's three of them. If you accomplish all three of those, there's a bonus challenge you can you can try to get. Um, But there's and that, but that's just for like battle royale um, and resurgence. That doesn't really have anything to do um, with DMZ. So they're going to implement something for DMZ sort of similar to that. Um, They're going to call it. That they're calling it urgent missions which i believe if it's kind of like the challenge system then it's going to be like every 24 hours it, it resets and does a different set of challenges um so basically you get 24 hours to accomplish the challenges for that day and then the next day you'll have a new set um, and completing those challenges has different uh, i believe for battle royale most of you get is x ex- it, it just gives you a certain amount of experience for accomplishing each uh, challenge um, so I assume it's going to be a similar reward type system for DMZ. Um, you'll still have the faction missions, and I'm sure a lot of the missions will kind of be the same. They'll just rename it and change, you know, what whatever you have to do to, ac- to make it be accomplished. Um, so, um, I think they might be adding a new map, um, if... When I was watching this video, if what I was hearing was correct, basically what it's going to be. So they've, like, each each map kind of has its own thing, like, own kind of different little pieces to it that make it a little more challenging. Um, if you go to a Sheikah Island, first thing is that it's a smaller map, so there's less people. Um, plus, it's pretty foggy, um, thermal. Scopes and things like that are a little more handy because of visibility issues. Um, apparently, that's going to be an even bigger thing with this new map. Um, it's going to be more like I guess I'm going to compare this new map kind of like to my game, the game I like to play called Division. Um, Division has a thing where it goes through, you know, it does a day night cycle kind of thing, plus it does a weather thing. Um, I can be running along in that game and it's perfectly sunny and then, you know, like a storm hits. Or kind of like what they did right now with DMZ is a certain part of the map is basically a dust storm over that part of the map where visibility sucks. Um, It's easier with a thermal scope. You can still see, you know, you can see like heat signatures, stuff like that. Otherwise, visibility is very limited and you usually don't know your, you know, until you write up on somebody that they're there. Um, So that's from what I, from what I saw, that's what this map's kind of going to be about, is it's going to have fog, um, that either comes in or goes away, um, I don't know how they'll do with the whole, how they're setting that up, um, but it basically, it's going to be, hey, you can start off the game and it's perfectly sunny, and then as the, as you, you know, go on, it gets foggier, you know, so that'll, that'll be kind of cool, um, I kind of like... I like the idea of the urgent mission thing where you still have the other missions to complete. Um, I don't remember what it said. It was changing with the with the other missions and stuff. They were also kind of changing how... Um, like, I'm sure you'll still get experience token rewards and weapon rewards and stuff like that. Um, they're going to reset... Your contraband stash. I don't. I know when they reset it for season three or for season two after season one that it. You started with a certain number of weapons in your contraband, and I still had some in my contraband at the end of season one, and then what I started with in season two was not the same as what I ended with, so I don't know what exactly they'll give you. I don't know if they just are going to give us one from each category of weapon or. You know, say, hey, over your history of playing this game, these are the these are mainly the weapons that you have used. So we're going to give you a contraband of these versions, whatever. Um, from the sounds of it, they're going to keep the workstations and the um, in the in the game. I, I have definitely liked that because now you get a contraband weapon. You know, for three thousand dollars and. Um, for 3 000, for $3,000 an upgrade you can, you know, change upgrades on those on contraband weapons that you pick up uh, which in some cases you know, you pick up a weapon in game and it's got nothing well now you can go to the you know, workstation and you can add stuff to it. Um, that's that's kind of cool and it and it's a flat 3,000 per you know, attachment. I'm sure I don't know if that'll stay the same or not, but probably Um, Another change they're making is, like right now when you exfil from the game, whatever cash you have, it it gets added up to take time off your weapon cooldown, but you don't actually get to keep that cash. So the next time you go in, you start at zero. Um, This this season, what they're going to let us do is when we exfil, we're going to have the option of keeping that cash to have to start off with when you go back in, or let it do what it does, and it just disappears. Because um, there are there are situations where, you know, it would be nice to go in and say, hey, I'm going in, I have some money. Um, I think it said it's going to make some changes to the personal exfil thing, um, which I don't have a whole lot of experience with that, so I don't really, I haven't, I've used it a couple of times, basically, I guess what it does. And this could be wrong, but my experience with the personal exfil is once you bought it, it just, you know close to you in a spot next to you where a helicopter can land it's just there so you can go over to it and call the helicopter then um, you can run around a little bit longer as long as you remember where your spot is basically it just gives you a spot where you know you can get you know easily that you can use um i i would i guess the first time that wasn't what i was expecting the first time i used it the first time i used it i figured it was going to be you know you bought it you carried it with you and you had to you know it'd be like using a bomb drone or you know it might go in the spot where you hold like a munitions box or something it, it would be in that spot that you could keep running around and Then, were when you were ready to use it you could just drop it right there and be good to go not that you called it or not that you purchased it and it just showed up somewhere um so i don't know if that'll stay the same or if they might change that um but I, I do like the idea of the personal fill. It does make it a little bit, um, as, as difficult as it sometimes can be to get $50,000, especially by yourself in 20 in 25 minutes. It's nice to know that, you know, if I have that amount and it's running close and I'm not necessarily sure I really want to try to maybe have to fight for the final spot, I can, you know, go purchase that and have my own right there and get out. um, I'm assuming it means any, with the reset, that any, you know, active exfil streaks and stuff is all going to get reset. I have I I imagine. I don't remember hearing anything about that, but I'm pretty sure by, you know, when they say reset, they're just going to set everything back to zero, and you're going to have to start from, I mean, you're not going to lose your operators or things like that, but, and you're not, as I said last time, you're not losing your blueprints, but you're going to have to, you know, you're not going to have your exfil streaks, you're not going to have any you know, any of that stuff. Everybody'll be back at tier one and you'll have to, you know, build up from there. So that's kinda kinda everything I know about the reset at this point. I didn't I watched that video a couple of days ago, so I'm sure I'm missing stuff. Um and especially with, you know, what happened this weekend. I'm probably not remembering everything. I'm forgetting some stuff. Um, but that's that's some of the highlights that stuck out to me about that. Um, like I said, we played a little bit um mostly just running around trying to do stuff to get these um experience tokens. um I do believe well, let me look at missions here. I know we accomplished one of them for somebody, and I can't remember what which one it was. I think it was one I'd already done. Uh, no, it wasn't Muddy Water. I think we did. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, for my buddy and his brother, we ended up finishing, uh, we did left high and dry the other day. Um, and, um, that one, the difficulty in that isn't completing it. Well, that is the difficulty, but mostly it's getting, you know, a GPU, which was required to get a skeleton key is not exactly an easy thing to find. Um, So we kind of went in, and the way we'd been doing it recently was we just kind of like, hey, these are, you know, we're going to pick two or three missions, or a couple of different missions. And, you know, if we run across the stuff for one, we'll just concentrate on that mission. If we find the other one, we'll do that mission. So it was just kind of a, you know, keeping things, kind of keeping things open to see where, Uh, We can go from there. Uh, We also finished Friendly Fire. Um, I had... We had taken out the Pyro Guards. My buddy and I had done that previously. I think for me at least. I don't know if it counted for him or not. I think him and his brother, we did... They they were doing that one together at the same time. I'd already... All I needed to do was kill the Commander. Um, And then we ended up finding him. And we ended up taking him out. Uh, he was in the U.S. Embassy. Um, that was that was a little interesting. Um, but we got it. We got it done. Uh, there was lots of reviving and lots of waiting for fire to die, so that we could move into other spots and then other people showing up that we weren't expecting. And, but we we got it done. Um, Outside of that, I don't think we really got any other missions completed. Uh, we'd <laughs> we spent a little bit of time trying to get... Um, I only need one more um, hostage rescue in under two minutes to complete that mission. Um, but so far we haven't been able to run across one where we can get to the hostage and then get to the helicopter in the two minutes. Um, as I've said before, I really wish that timer would start once you breach the building instead of once you call the contract, because a lot of, for a lot of that one, a lot of the places that they do it, it's, I mean, it takes you. 30 seconds or so just to get to where you're going to get to the hostage. Then you gotta, you know, take out the guards guarding him, which are usually the toughest bots in the game that you gotta take out. And then defuse the bomb on the hostage and then run to wherever it decides to, because it doesn't call the helicopter for the hostage until you've defused the bomb and you have him. Um, so there's, I mean, and I'm I know what I'm saying, so I'm like, and I've done it twice already. But those were very short. Part of it for getting it done in that time is one you can kind of judge where the where things are going to be by where the contract tells you it's at. Um, for two of mine, for the two that I got, I was lucky enough that it was, you know, that I already knew what I called it what building they were going to use, and you can kind of figure it out because the doors have it, it's not always in a fortress um but the building you know they've got markings on the door so you pretty much know that that and if you try to open those doors it'll tell you you gotta have a contract to open that door um so that you can kind of scout the area a little bit um but my two it was very much knowing that once i got it was one knowing where the contract was already going to be which saves you a little time especially if it's fairly close to where you're calling it from. Two, to make it easier, is knowing uh, what style of building you're going into. Um, I know the last one I actually completed on my own, I knew he was going to be on the second floor and that there's only going to be one guard with him. So as long as I took that one guard out, um, if that's the door you open initially um, for the building that I was in, there's no stairs. Well, they're stairs, but they're on the outside and they don't open. Like when you breach a fortress, they don't open other doors. They all come to wherever you open the door. So the only way they're getting out of that building multiple ways is if you, you know, like if all three of us go in and all three of us have a stronghold key, then we all three open a separate door. Then we're going to have guys come into all three doors, which to an extent is better because then you're not fighting everybody at one time or having everybody come to one door and then having all three of you basically facing off against all of them Um, because in a lot of like fortresses you've you've got the guys that hide behind shields and so of course they run at you with the shield and you can't blow up the shield unless you throw a grenade and that takes them out Um, but when you're doing it by yourself them running at you with a shield is not (laughs) you really don't have a way to get behind them unless you can run around them but as you're running they're shooting at you so you've got to you know, balance that out. So like I said, one of it's knowing what floor they're on and how many guards are going to be with them. Um, like I said, the last time I did it, there was only one guard and I knew that. So going in, I knew I just needed to go to the next level, open that door, take that guy out, defuse the bomb, get the guy. And then I knew the helicopter was going to land basically like 20 feet from me. And even then, I mean, the two times I did it, I barely did it. Um, cause just getting the hostage onto the helicopter does not and the timer and say oh yeah you got him out in two minutes the helicopter has to be taking off to get out of the game before the time before the two minutes is out for it to count it um, because we've actually completed a hostage rescue plenty of times just not within two minutes um so there, like i said i've talked before about those frustrating aspects of that so basically that's what we spent a lot of time trying to kind of the other night spent a lot of time doing just trying to do that um I know there was another one. Like right now, uh, my buddy and I tried Eyes and Ears, which is a um, black mouse or whatever, tier four mission. Um, <laughs> you take a radio transmitter from a dead drop on a Sheikah. You have to get it and place it under the desk at the top of the castle and then get out. Um once we figured out what building we needed to get into, one one of those stupid little robots that I've only seen in in uh, that I'd, until then I'd only seen in Building Twenty One, I uh, was trying to shoot us while we're up on this building trying to figure out how to get in. Um, and then when we did open the door to get in, we I mean just the two of us we got taken out because it was like. Eight guys came, you know, as soon as we'd clear out a group, like, four more people would show up. I'm like, how are this many people in this damn castle? And we just ran out of armor and stuff to protect ourselves. Um, So that didn't end well. Plus, we both ended up using our revive kits, so we couldn't do anything the next time we were down. Because I was down, and then I couldn't get to him. Or he was down, and then, yeah, I tried to get to him, and I got downed on the way. And so at that point, you're just like, well, there's nothing we can do. Um, so, like I said, I've mostly been running around upgrading, you know, trying to upgrade weapons. Uh, the one I'm currently working on is the, um, the crossbow. <laughs> That's been interesting. I, I understand why they made it a marksman rifle, but the range on that thing just sucks. And there's really, I mean, until you unlock certain things, there's really just not much you can do about it. Um, another, so we were trying to do one of these hostage rescues the other night. We were down in Seraph Bay. We got to the building. I got down before we even got in the building. Um So my two buddies got the you know, got him, cleared it out, got the hostage. Of course, since I'm the only one with that particular mission on, I'm the only one that sees the timer, so they have no idea where they're at time wise. Um, didn't obviously we didn't make it in the time. Well, then they tried coming back to get me. Where one of my buddies did, he got down. So then my other buddy came back, he got down. It was it was just a bad deal all around at that point. Um, there's a couple of missions where like your operators have to be like fully loaded out. Um, I know there's one. I think it's for redacted. Yeah, it's it's for redacted. It's called Gear Up. Um, I've got I've got three op. It, it says you've got to get fully gear up. Your first, second, and third operators. Um, I'm basically there, and by that it means you have to have a three plate vest, a large backpack, or at least one of the backpacks that it considers. You know whether it be scavenger, secure, or one, you know one of those one of those backpacks. Um, basically, all your equipment has to have that, or has to have an orange square around or a gold square around it. Um, otherwise, it doesn't. You can have something there, but that's not what it's looking for. Um, so basically, you've got to have for all three of them. You have to have a large backpack, a three-plate carrier, a durable gas mask, a self revive, and a kill streak. Um, and some of those, I mean, all of them, you can go in and you know, like my stealth vest that I like, that's a, that would count for the three plate carrier. Um, like any of the backpacks I listed off besides a large backpack, that would count. Um, sometimes for me, the hardest one to find would be the durable gas mask. Um, you can find gas masks, but not very often. Like it, it seems more difficult to find the durable ones. Um, and then, you know, self-revive kits, you just run around to a bunch of hospitals or, you know, if you're not in an area with a hospital, you just check all the bathrooms because they have like a first aid kit thing on the wall in the bathrooms that you can open up that you might find a self-revive kit in. Um, and then a kill streak, you know, most of the time I either get kill streaks by purchasing them, at, purchasing them at a buy station or by taking another operator who has one and then I pick his up. Um, so. I mean, like I said, I've got three operators and I just need, uh, one, my first operator, I would just need to find a durable gas mask. Uh, my second operator, I would need the gas mask, the kill streak and a better backpack. And then my third guy, I would just need a three plate carrier and a self revive. So it's, it's nothing that I don't think I can't do. It's just, I was, I was streaming my gameplay the other day, my, one of my buddies was watching and he told me, he says, yeah, it looked pretty rough because the first couple of first couple of times I went in, um, I went in and got out, no issues really. Uh, and then I went through a string of just like I jumped in or I got in the game and got myself stuck in a situation where there was more bots than I could take. And I got taken out then, uh the next time I went I like immediately ran into a set of players and got taken out. Uh the next one was kind of the same thing. And then just, you know, like for four or five straight times going in, it was just that. <laughs> it was just like I get in almost and it seems like I'm dead within second within a minute or so of getting in the game. Um and, you know, I <laughs> I had like I said, I run around a lot of time with no headset on because my experience with, you know, other people is, I know, like, these games and stuff, they, like, just even today when I signed into Call of Duty, one of the things at the beginning where it gives you some different little thing, four different things to cycle through, one of them was, you know, reiterating their code of conduct, and I'm like, and a lot of, a lot of following the code of conduct involves other people having to report stuff, and, you know, just, I don't use my headset because I I don't respond well to people that do things that you know like, I guess the example would be like, I don't like, you know, people saying you know, hey, you know, I'm going to be I'm, I'm looking for help, but then as soon as, you know, you say something like, oh, well, I was just kidding, I'm actually just going to take you out, and it's like well, I'm, which, and that's a bad example, but you know, there's, there's just the way people behave. I don't like listening to some of the stupid things they say, or the people that are just, you know, like, you know, like I see you, you see me. And it just happens that this time I'm able to take you out, even though we've both been shooting each other. I don't necessarily like being cussed out for that because just that one time I happen to be better than you. And that that's happened a few times. And I'm just like, see, this is why I don't wear a headset because I, I don't need to listen to you bitch about the fact that you lost. I'm sorry you're being a sore loser about it. And I'm not going to say I'm, I'm definitely not perfect, but I know there's times when I get taken out. I'm like, you know, I may swear, but it's mostly just. Not really being a sore loser so much is because, you know, I lose at this old enough that (laughs) I kind of expect to lose most times. I'm more happy about the times I win than I am when I, you know, that I am frustrated that I lose. Most of the time, if I'm frustrated when I get taken out, it's just because I have, you know, equipment, I'm trying to accomplish a mission and I've got the stuff I needed and now I'm getting taken out. And it's like, well, shit, you know, how hard it was to find this stuff in the first place. Now I got to spend that much time again trying to get all this stuff. Um... But yeah, I mean, and I'm sure we've all run across players that are just, and I'm kind of going to apologize for swearing just a little bit here, but, you know, they're assholes and jerks and, you know, they don't make me not want to play the game. It's just, they just, you know, and be like, you know what, this is why I play by myself or I play just with my friends and I don't really try to play with other people. Um, kind of as another example, I had, I was doing ranked play the other day and I was, you know, that one you have to be on a team of three, which, you know, none of my friends were playing, so it was just me and two other random people. And we were in a high... We were in a zone where there was a lot of people around. And we were... You know, out of the three of us, I was the one getting... You know, probably seeing the most, most action and having to try to keep up my armor and all that kind of stuff. And so I got taken out once, and this is where I kind of wanted to quit then because one of the players made a, one of the players I was with made a comment about, oh, great, he's down already. And, well, this is the one time I'm bringing you back. It's not happening again. And it's like, I don't really have, when you put this many people in this little bit of an area, I don't really have much control over if I'm shooting at one guy, somebody popping up on a roof somewhere else that I don't see because I'm concentrating on one person, that then basically having two on one. I, I just don't have much control over that. And... I, like I've said before, I'm not the greatest player of this game in the world, but, you know, and probably part of that is due to my preference to, you know, having a sniper rifle and essentially, as some would put it, probably just hiding somewhere to pick people off. No, but if, you know, I have a sniper rifle, there's farther distance, I have a better shot of getting you and even if you're shooting at me and having mine have better effect than your long, than your stuff you know, having much effect on me. Um, but it has its hindrances too, but yeah. So it's just little stuff like that. You know, when people are like, Oh, well you suck as a teammate. And it's like, dude, did you not see me shooting a three? (laughs) You just got taken out by the same three people that took me out. And yet you're going to claim I'm the horrible player. It's like, I, that's why I don't you know, use a headset so I don't have to talk to people like that much because I don't really like those kind of people. I mean, there's there's always going to be somebody that's better than you at something, and the ones that just rub want to rub your face, and it, it's like you're acting like I don't already know that I'm not that great at this. But I don't really need you to rub it in my rub my face in it either. Um, would would I love to have the time to probably play this enough that maybe I could you know be on one of those teams that gets put on Twitch or whatever that goes to these competitions to play this game I don't I don't know if I want to do it that badly but yeah I know I'm definitely not on that level um, but anyway so there was that um, and then we were playing again the other we were basically had the same thing happen at another point trying to do the rescue mission so we weren't able to get a third one done for that so i still have you know a, i still only have two out of the three but with only you know basically a day left now until this all resets i'm not super worried about accomplishing that particular mission considering everything is going to get wiped anyway um it's been kind of fun funny because you know, as far as, as, far as like, my contraband stash, um, oh, that's another thing I think they said was they're going to change, like, the number of things you get to keep in your stash um, as far as weapons and keys and items and stuff. Um, <laughs> but I used to try to keep it about eight weapons in my stash. Um, but I have, <laughs> since the announcement that Season 4 is going to be reset, I'm down to two. Um, and one of them, um, usually if you extract with, like, a... Like a special weapon, or somebody else's blueprinted weapon, it'll unlock that blueprint for you. Um, like I said, I've got one that I the blueprint I can't unlock, um, and it really sucks because I really wish I could, or I really wish it would. But I I kind of understand why it won't, because um, if it's like since I don't have since I don't have a game, I understand why it doesn't, you know give me the Union uh, Union Guard blueprint for the M4. And I'm still, like I said last time, I still, I really don't think I'm going to spend the money for the full game. Although I might, you know, the game's kind of, and not for not for that, I kind of want to, you know, just play the game, see what it's like. I've never really played a Call of Duty game before. Um, like I said, the closest thing I've kind of gotten to this is Division, and I, I love that game. Um... But yeah, that's kind of where we've been at with, you know, DMZ or any of the other stuff. There really wasn't much time to play the last four days or so, uh, cause everybody else has had stuff going on plus the River Festival. Um, I did play, I checked on Division, or on, I checked on Division the other day and it started a new season that I'd, you know, usually I've got stuff that gives me heads up when new seasons are going to start or in my head I can kind of keep track. I'm worth, I'll make an announcement saying, hey, you know, this is what the new season's gonna be. Um, I apparently missed all that for Division and I logged in yesterday and it was like, oh, hey, you have two days to finish, um, this particular part of the new season. I went, oh, shit. Um, so I got that done. Um, basically, you get, they give you two weeks to accomplish, the main main mission of basically the seasons in division, it's you have a target and you get four. There's four people that you have to go after, um, to unlock the main target. And so each of those four people takes a certain, you have to, you know, do certain things to, you know, unlock the mission to go get them. And then when you do get them, um, basically you get two weeks for one target and then it goes, it has a, you know, league for that particular person that you can do stuff for to get, you know, unlock different things in the game. And then you get another two weeks for something else. And then, you know, then the next one, then you can start the next target. Um, it's not like it just pops it up and then you can just do each target and then get it all done. They division kind of makes it. I don't usually do the other stuff. I just go after the target, so it it it's kind of like I can, you know, do the target in one day and then basically have 6 weeks before I have to do anything else with division. Um because it is, you know, unlike, you know, even though DMZ you're doing, you know, the missions, it it's a different game every time basically. Whereas with the division, it's kind of a it's the same game. I do the same missions. I can change the difficulty of doing those missions, but it's still the same mission. I already know where everything's at. I already know where everybody's going to be. To an extent, that gets a little old. Um, whereas, you know, DMZ, yes, it's basically the same thing, but every time you go in, something different's going to be, you know, like, hey, maybe this loot that I found here last time isn't here this time, and so I got to go try to find it somewhere else. Um, even though I know there's areas where it's more likely to find the stuff to get my, you know, make my stealth fest. I've gone to that area, you know, I can go to that area two or three times in a row and find all the stuff real easy. And then the fourth time I go in, most of it's not there and I have a harder time finding it all. Um, so that's kind of the difference for me between those two. And then I've, I've watched some videos on YouTube of like the cutscenes for, Modern Warfare and then the remastered version, and um, you know, now where they're at with Warfare 2 and some of the other stuff. So, kind of makes me want to go play the actual game just to kind of, you know, see, but I still haven't really. I'm also debating on trying to, you know, make a fair argument to upgrade to a PS5, so I don't really want to get into something and then, you know, purchase that because I'll probably get the disc, not online, and then have to, you know, even though I know you can, you know, play your PS4 games on PS5, it's just one of those, it's kind of like, money's not necessarily there right now, um, but anyway, so yeah, we haven't really done a whole lot, but we did do a little bit, and there were parts of it that were funny, you know, especially with the whole, you know, one get taken out, and then the other two get taken out. Um, and, you know, like I said, we haven't really, there hasn't really been, I think the announcement of the reset really kind of took some momentum out of it because we were like, well, shit, it's all resetting anyway, so what's the point of finishing some of this other stuff? Um, we did try to get some of the things just to get experience tokens because we can use those when this new season starts. Um, but we really haven't tried too many, tried to accomplish too many missions that have, you know, keys or weapons as the rewards because we don't, we're going to lose it all anyway. Um, I was, I've, I've been, I've been trying to use some of my, uh, some of my keys and stuff, or at least just taking them in with me because I'm losing them anyway. So it's like, you know, what if I, if I take these in and I run across this, then cool. Um, And there's some of them that, you know, are still like, you know, I wouldn't mind going in and just going to take out. Um, I kept the control tower key because sometimes that's where the um, pyro guy was. So while we were trying to do that one, I was like, well, hey, we can go in here. Um, I think we ended up using the skeleton key to get into the embassy because none of us had an embassy key on us at the time. Um but yeah, like I said, um, probably won't do a whole lot of stuff with DMZ until the season reset here on Wednesday. Um, uh, mostly just because, I mean, with everything reset, it's kind of, kind of taken some of the, uh, I'm not even going to say urgency, but some of the, uh, you know, want to get stuff done out of it. Um... There's one thing I kind of want to look at, you know, when you get to the menu for the, you know, free app, it's got like Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Black Ops, Cold War, and then Vanguard down at the bottom. Um, a lot of things that if you need the main, if you need the main Modern Warfare 2 game to play, it'll sit there and tell you, oh, you've got to upgrade to Modern Warfare 2 to, you know, do this. Um, with those games, when you click on them, it sits there and tells you that it's going to launch them. I haven't, I would just one of these days want to see if that'll actually like let me play those games or if it's just going to be like oh well yeah it's launching them oh but now we realize you don't have the main game so now we're going to kick you out and say no you can't do that um so probably do a little more rocket league and some other stuff before wednesday um just uh you know I, you know, just to still play games, but we probably won't hit DMZ too hard until the reset, which I'm, I'm really curious to see I Mean watching a video about it is one thing But you know once it hits and we can actually kind of get into it and see what's going on. That'll be that'll be kind of fun um, So yeah, that's that's kind of where things are at right now and where things have been um, one of the things I did do Um, so for season three, they did a, they started it off where you could do what they call a trophy hunt. And so every time you took somebody out, like a gold, a gold coin popped up, that they were calling a trophy that you could go pick up. Um, at first you can only pick up, well, the way it worked at first was once you picked up 12, you could go to a station where you could secure your trophies and then you could collect twelve more, so that you got a you could technically get a total of twenty four. Uh, then they made it to where you could just pick up twenty, you could just pick up the twenty four and double it instead of doing the twelve, having to secure twelve. Um, and they they did the secure station so that you know if you got taken out in the process of doing a mission or something, if you whatever you however many trophies you secured, you still got to take with you. Otherwise, you lost everything. Um, So after the initial run of that, I had unlocked everything you could unlock except for one thing, and it was because you needed a thousand, you needed to have a thousand trophies to unlock this thing, and I was like halfway there when it stopped. Well, then here might have actually been about the time they announced they were, you know, season four was coming and they were going to do a reset. They said, hey, you know, it's been asked for, so we put the trophy hunt back on for, you know, the remainder of the season. It's like, cool. So I was, I I did spend a lot of time in the game just running around in places I knew there were lots of bots trying to create and that I probably wouldn't have to deal with too many operators so that I could get trophies And then trying and then X filling with those trophies so that I could get to a thousand just to unlock the last thing I needed. I did manage to get that done. Um, I was like, hey, and I've got, I've got, uh, I've got this. And one of my friends was like, what did you want? I said, I just did it because it was the only thing I didn't have unlocked. And it was just the point of saying I unlocked everything. And And they were like, okay, we, you know, that's. That, for me, was kind of the thing. It was like, yep, that's that's the whole reason I did it. I just wanted to say that I had everything, you know... Um, I had unlocked all that stuff. Otherwise, I wouldn't have cared. Um, if I'd only had, like, two or three of them, then I would have been like, yep, I'm, I'm good. I don't need to have all of you. Um, so, yeah, that's just kind of where we've been at, and... What we've all been doing. We haven't really we haven't really seriously accomplished much, but we've still been having fun running around. Uh we did I did after I started messing with ranked play, I kinda got my friends to kinda start on it too. Um I don't know, I'm gonna say I think there was probably a little bit of mixed results on that one about how people felt about it. It's it definitely is a change. Like DMZ is one thing. Um, like, knowing that you don't really have too much as far as, um, I guess for me it's, it's, you know, um, you know, you go to DMZ and you already know, like, instead of jumping out of the helicopter jumping out of the plane and having to parachute somewhere. It, it just starts you somewhere. Um, just knowing that, you know, hey, there's you know, you're to an extent people will leave you alone. Um, but you know, you then run across people that don't leave you alone and you're still, you know, even if you're just trying to accomplish a mission they take you out anyway, but it's, it's more you know, more about the missions than it is hunting each other um, whereas, you know, Battle Royale Resurgence ranked play is all about, you know, your team versus another team and who's gonna, you know, whatever. Um, so it, it's, it's a definite to me shift in mindset of, okay, it's, d- this is more about, you know, like a more normal game of, yes, I gotta worry about operators that might want to take me out, but it's also, for the most part, you're going to run across guys and be like, "Okay, you're not messing with me. I'm going to keep trying to do what I'm doing," unless they're doing missions that tell you specifically you have to take out a certain number of operators. Which I'm, I've kind of noticed that happens a little bit more the higher up you, the higher you tear up in those missions. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, it's a it's a difference in mindset for sure, and there are times where we just kind of get on and we're like, yeah, we don't have them, we're, we're not going to be, <laughs> let's go play a couple of games of DMZ and then maybe we'll jump into that because jumping right into that, I am not, you know, mentally prepared for the different, you know, one on one more stuff than anything else um, but yeah, that's kind of where we're at, hopefully hopefully next weekend when I do this after the reset um, we'll have had some adventures. Um, my first few will probably be on my own just because I've um, <laughs> been on vacation for the last week and I go back to work tomorrow night. Uh, so I'll go back on my work schedule, which means I won't have much chance to play with my friends until this week, until next weekend. Um, so we'll kind of see where everybody gets to by that point. Um, but thanks for listening and we'll talk to you later.